Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So I hope everyone had a good week, and now as we begin April, we start on our next topic, which I decided I was going to go into a discussion of meditation, because I get a lot of questions about meditation and how to do it and how that um, becomes a part of a spiritual practice or an energetic practice or a practice of magic. So this month, we're going to be talking about that. And this first session is going to be kind of giving an overview of really some of the the main questions behind meditation and some of the um, some of the misconceptions about meditation. You know, a lot of people feel that um, they can't do it, and that is that can't be further from the truth. There are as many different ways to meditate as there are people who meditate. So it's just a matter of finding the one that fits for you. So by the end of the month, uh, hopefully not only will you have found your type of meditation that resonates most with you, but you will have actually created a practice and we're going to talk more about how to do that. So first off, um, I want to remind you that as it says in the description, I'm not going to be able to be in the chat live today. Um, I've got another uh, place that I need to be uh, in my capacity as a doctor and as a reverend. And so I wear a lot of different, you know, hats. And today is a day that I need to be with someone who is uh, going through something and supporting them in a spiritual way. So. Uh, please leave your comments if you have any questions I will go you know when I get back I will go through the comments and I will answer them or if you want to post in the Facebook room or the Facebook group it's medicine walk with dr. Eileen uh, on Facebook and if you're listening in on blog talk radio post any questions that you have in the comments or you can go over and watch the YouTube and you can comment there so I just wanted to, you know, have that be a reminder. So as we look at the basics of meditation, uh, one of the biggest things that people seem to believe is that you have to be able to think of nothing. You have to completely blank your mind out. You have to completely clear your thoughts and be able to go into some sort of Zen state where, you know, it's a total blank screen. That is a way of meditating, and in fact, that's the hardest way to meditate. There are many different ways to meditate. Uh, there are laughing meditations. There are dancing meditations. There are, um, you know, walking around in the woods meditations. 
I knew someone who the only way that they could really get into a meditative state would be to go and sit at the busiest corner in a city that they could find because they said that at that point everything became white noise and so they were kind of able to get into their zone that way but you know some people resonate very well with quiet some people resonate very well with nature sounds so this will be about you finding the way that works for you and when we look at what is the whole idea behind meditation how does it fit into you know whatever practice you would like whether it's a healing practice whether it's earth magic whether it's sacred geometry there's a lot of different ways that people connect with that part within themselves where there is that safe place of balance and for me meditation is about finding one my eye of the storm and two a place where everything can go neutral where i can just sit and be and so for me it's often things like nature sounds um tribal music you know is very meditative for me and if it's just about having a quiet space and you know creating what i call an eye of the storm which is basically a moment when the crazy stops it's a moment of stillness which you know if you've ever been in a hurricane or you know have if you've ever been in like you know one of these really big storms especially back east and i was in louisiana for hurricane andrew and that was the first time we really experienced an eye of the storm and it's amazing and you know you can watch earlier videos i talk about that where it's you know it's storming it's raging the wind is blowing and then all of a sudden everything stops and there's a stillness and you go outside and the sky appears crystal clear and you know you hear the birds and all of that stuff and then all of a sudden everything starts to darken you feel the wind picking up all the animals become quiet again and you can feel okay here's that second half of the storm because the whole point of an eye of the storm is that it is temporary it is only a a brief break in what's going on now if you want to create a situation where you know it's like you want to feel that way all the time well you know good luck to you because honestly i i've known a lot of practitioners and i've been blessed to be able to experience a lot of different traditions and quite honestly i cannot find one of them that promises that you will be in that wonderful you know balanced perfect place forever or even for the rest of your life you know, life gets messy, life gets stressful. Life is constantly adapting to a situation and it makes it really, really hard when we try to say it's like, nope, I'm gonna be balanced all the time. I'm gonna be in that, that beautiful Zen place because that's just not how we're wired. And once we can accept that, 
that, you know, as I put it, life is fun until it isn't and it sucks until it doesn't, then when we're able to do that, then we can be able to go, okay, we're getting into a part that is not fun. So how do we manage that until it gets fun again? And meditation is one of the ways to do that. It is excellent for stress management. It is excellent for helping to um, make your relationships with other people work more easily. And there are some meditations, you know, I was in one meditation that went three days on a mountain with no food and out in the wilds with no, you know, I, I had some water, I had a little bit of water, but no food and there was no watches or note taking or anything like that. It was just being there in the woods day and night. And that was amazing. It was an amazing opportunity. And being able to just be away from everything for that amount of time and just be with first with myself and then with everything else. And some meditations are about what? About 16 seconds long or 16 moments or, or like breaths or I'll explain it in a minute. Anyway, so the idea that the utilization of meditation as a stress management tool is excellent. And there are many places where you can learn how to do that more in depth. Um, the idea of utilizing it in magic and in the use of, you know, different spiritual practices, uh, different energetic practices. The purpose in that is to just find that still place where the magic can work. You know, when our brains are cluttered with everything, you know, it's, it's very difficult to get into the space to be able to work with subtle energies when you've got a whole ton of stuff on your mind and there's, you know, you're irritated and all of that stuff. When you're working with energy, especially earth energies, I mean, any type of energetic, it may be, as I said, sacred geometry, it could be, you know, healing work, uh, Reiki, um, it could be like, you know, just a clearing work. Anything you want to do, you want to be in a nice neutral place where you can focus on the subtleties of the energies that you're dealing with. If you're reading tarot cards or casting runes or, or whatever, anything like that, you also want to be in a receptive place because that makes you, as, as we talked about, a good tube. It makes you a vessel and a vessel works best when it's not filled. You know, you can't, you know, fill a bowl with water and then dump more water in it because it's just going to go spill out. An empty vessel is the best conduit for this sort of energy, no matter what you want to do. So meditation, a part of that, when you're doing these types of work, is about getting you into that space where you can find balance and harmony with the energies you're working with. Now, because I work a lot with um, earth energies, I focus a lot of my meditations in that. I am blessed to live in a cabin on a mountain surrounded by trees near a river. And so when I want to get into that space, you know, I go down next to the river and I listen to it or 
you know, even if I just at night, I open up the, the window and I can hear the river and I can go into, I can close my eyes and I can picture it and I can picture becoming a part of it. You know, I can picture the trees and finding that balance, that harmonic sort of resonance with the energy of the trees around me or the creatures around me. So in my meditative practices, it's about setting aside, in a way, setting aside my humanity and the aspect of restriction and separateness that kind of goes with that. And at the same time, being able to open myself up to everything around me because the energies are subtle. They can be very, very subtle. And it's in that quietness. Now, like I said, it doesn't mean that your meditation has to be quiet or silent. You have to think of nothing. Uh, one form of meditation that is very, very helpful, especially when people are first starting, are guided meditations. And each week I'm going to be putting uh, links to, to uh, websites that I really enjoy that are very good meditative sites. Um, I will be uh, listing some like CDs that I really enjoy that help with meditation. One of the really great ones are called Hemisync. And so there will be uh, links to the ones that I really like out of that. And you can pretty much find a, a type of music or, or a type of, of meditation music that will help you to be able to get into that space. You know, if you're working with earth magic, you know, the tapes or the, the discs with the earth-based sounds, you know, animals, birds, uh, rivers, the sound of the ocean, whale song, things like that. And there are some that are focused on, I mean, maybe Tibetan Buddhism is, is your, you know, something that really resonates with you. And so maybe you go for one of the mantras or maybe you go, you know, you love the Sanskrit mantras. And uh, there's a woman who is absolutely my favorite uh, singer of mantras. Her name is Deva Pramal. And so I'll be also listing uh, some of her uh, CDs that I found really great. So, you know, this month we'll be talking about things like mantras and and different ways that you can be able to get into that space. But the most important aspect of it is knowing why you're going there and what you expect to find and what you're looking to find. It is very easy to get caught up in rules regarding meditation. It's like, well, you need to do this or you should never do that. And, you know, like I said, you know, knowing somebody who needs you know a, a mixture of noise to have it all blend together into white noise and there are meditations that are based you know with the sound of white noise which is a combination of all these different sounds and it just kind of comes across as um, you can find all kinds of things and and I encourage you to listen you know you can go to a a store where you can you know listen to like uh, CDs and things like that. A lot of metaphysical shops will have CDs available, and you can listen to them. So try listening to different things. You know, iTunes or 
you know, whatever it is, you know, like you can download music and listen to it. You can listen to samples on YouTube. You can, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can experience this music. So consider first, what puts you in a, a balanced state? What are the type of sounds? Maybe it's the sound of laughter. Maybe that allows you to relax and find joy and find that peaceful place. Maybe you grew up where uh, you were part of a religious practice that involved a lot of singing, that involved a lot of um, you know, music and choirs and, and different types of, you know, maybe it's Gregorian chants or, you know, maybe it's, you know, that old, you know, holy roller, you know, type of uplifting, strong, powerful spiritual music. When I first started to learn about meditation, I was told that you shouldn't have any, you shouldn't listen to any meditation music that is in a language that you understand. And the reason behind that was that the idea was that if you're listening to something and you're thinking about the words, then you it takes you out of that meditative place. And as I moved into, you know, really a deeper practice of it, I found that that really is not necessarily going to keep you from going into that place. Um, just because you can understand and think about the music or think about the words, often that can really enhance it because then it becomes a mantra. And while, you know, there are mantras in pretty much every language, uh, there are also, you know, for some people, they find it meditative and peaceful to say the rosary. You know, my mother was, as I call it, the world's most adorable Catholic. She held love for all beings, for everyone. And her expression of that faith was that, you know, she was the one who told me the story about how God answers prayers, the three ways. And, you know, I've talked about that before. And it comes from a very gentle and loving place. And for her, when she was troubled and when she was burdened, she would go and pray the rosary. And, you know, and when she became sick and she couldn't, you know, drive anymore, I would drive her there. And while it was a piece of my childhood that I, I remembered, I remembered the words, watching her as she would go into, I would watch her go into this beautiful, deep, meditative place of surrender. And for her, speaking the words and repeating the words and repeating the phrases and holding on to her rosary, that was something that was very important for her. And that allowed her to go into that place of clarity. It allowed her to set everything aside. And, you know, there's all kinds of ways that people can incorporate a verbal sort of mantra type thing to into their meditation. And maybe that makes it easier for them to just let go. And perhaps, you know, it is a situation where you need it to be silent. What I find is that when everything is perfectly quiet, my brain feels compelled to fill that space with something, whether it's thoughts, whether it's, you know, a, a song that suddenly comes into my head and it's like, oh, doggone it, I can't get it. Like, you know, what do they call them? Earworms. You know, and it's like, oh, crap, now I'm going to have this song in my head all day. 
So the idea that finding the way that works for you, just consider when you feel most relaxed. What are you doing? What are you listening to? Um, Is there a particular, you know, some people listen to a particular type of music to help them go to sleep. Is that something? Now, speaking of falling asleep, that's something that often happens in meditation. sorry, Um, that often happens in meditation and it's okay. It means you've just reached a very relaxed state. Some people, it's like they feel badly that, you know, oh, well, I was meditating and I fell asleep and I feel really bad because then I wasn't meditating. It's like, you know what? If you are able to reach a place of stillness that is so relaxing and so peaceful that you fall asleep, fair play to you. And you know, good for you. It's, you know, it's all about, you know, the focus of the meditation. Some people do meditate to help them go to sleep. And so when you decide what it is that the purpose of that particular meditation, is it for you to relax? Is it for you to clear yourself so that you can do an energetic work? Is it for you to be able to go into that connection with spirit Maybe it's so that you can, you know, maybe you're practicing astral projection to be able to leave your body and, you know, and go into sort of an astral kind of reality. Whatever it is, you set up the meditation to support that. If you're wanting to meditate to relax and be able to sleep, of course, you're probably going to be laying down. In most cases, if you're, you know, meditating for a particular purpose, I mean, you can lay down or you can sit up and, you know, whether your feet are flat on the floor or whether you're sitting in the lotus position, whatever is best for you. You know, there's some people who will say it's like, no, you need to sit with both feet flat on the ground. No, because I mean, I don't meditate that way. I prefer to sit in a lotus position with something behind my back so I can lean back that I'm not worrying about my physical comfort. And that's an important thing to consider in meditation is keeping in mind that it's body, mind, and spirit. And making sure your body is comfortable. You know, if, I mean, you can do a fast. I've done meditations while I was fasting. And actually, I wasn't hungry. You know, I didn't feel any hunger pangs because that was the space I was in. You know, it was like, oh, okay. You know, I took in enough water to be able to be respectful of what my body needed. So the idea of figuring out what the purpose of the meditation is, is it about connecting? Is it about relaxing? Is it about, um, you know, just letting go of stress? And then you shape the meditation you're going to do. You figure out what it is that will allow you to go into that place. And, you know, like I said, people meditate for different reasons. And sometimes they kind of want to go into, you know, maybe a difficult space, maybe a challenging space, maybe a fearful space. Uh, There are meditations called breathworks that are based on the work of Stan Groff. And it was the idea of a breathing pattern that he learned 
from, you know, in India, I believe it was in India that he went, and they would establish a very rapid breathing pattern that would induce an altered state of consciousness. And sometimes when you're going into a meditation like that, you know, you might want, you know, very powerful, you know, energetic music that kind of takes you into a very deep place. And frankly, you know, it can be very frightening sometimes, you know, when you just kind of go somewhere. And later on, we'll be talking about, you know, ways to be able to manage where you go and making sure you get back fine. It's the spirit has an instinct to return to the body. And there are meditations that are meant to take you into some very distant sort of altered states. So being able to be mindful of keeping your body safe and having somebody there who can be able to, you know, who can understand how to remain connected to you so there's always a way to, for you to come back. I mean, those are extreme, very high levels of meditation. Those are not on a basic level at all. That kind of stuff is like after years of training. So, you know, mainly our focus is going to be on first on the basics and second, even for the more experienced practitioners, there may be some stuff that, you know, you might have forgotten or um, my perspective on something may be a little bit different. So this is about... Um, offering an alternative and you know establishing a meditative practice is something that is really sorry I just have to check that that is really um, very powerful and very empowering so you know this is going to be a very cool month because this is a topic that I get probably I get most of my questions uh, first the thing I hear I am asked about most is about clearing. The thing I'm asked second is about the idea of um, doing a meditation. How do you meditate? Um, people believing that they can't meditate. And usually what I tell them is that it's not that they can't meditate. They just haven't found theirs. So this month will be about you finding yours if you don't know it. And if you do, about taking it to those next levels and incorporating it as a way to intensify and broaden your magical, energetic, spiritual healing, whatever work you want to do. So I'm really looking forward to this month. And um, if you have any particular questions about meditation, please put them in the comments. Uh, if there's a particular topic that you that relates to this that you would like me to share if you have a question I will you know read it and share it because if you have a question about something probably somebody else does too so we're gonna have a lot of fun this month and hopefully you will find your way because I can teach away show away light away then I get out of the way so you find your way so thank you for joining me, and I hope that you'll you know hang in there for this month. Uh, we're going to be practicing some meditations. I'll be leading some meditations, so uh, you'll have an example of a few different types. Uh, the music is a little tricky because I have to make sure that it's not copyrighted music, so you know, I don't want to get a copyright strike. 
So I'll be finding music that is um, royalty free that we can be able to share, but I will be listing the music that are among my favorites to listen to for meditative purposes. And those will be in the description. So you'll have an opportunity to uh, you know, explore those on your own. So uh, thank you for joining me. And if you found value in this, you can like this video, you can share it, you can subscribe because it's it's cool to see the community grow. And if you would like to um, support the channel in a little bit more of an active way, uh, in the description is a link to my Patreon account and you can become a sponsor for I believe as little as $2 a month. So um, I look forward to sharing this work and I look forward to you talking about your meditative practices. What works for you? Post it in the comments and, and we'll talk about it. So again, thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. Class dismissed. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.